Bruce Lawn. Today is Halloween. You're probably watching this after Halloween if you aren't here live with us in the stream, which is another reason you should be subscribed with the bell notification on so you don't miss these. But I, for the first time in a couple years, believe it or not, dressed up with my family for our Halloween costume party that usually happens the day before, sometimes it's a couple days before, and for uh, today at church. Now, some of you guys are like, Ruslan, you are dressed up for Halloween. How dare you? Listen, just bear with me. Watch till the end. I'm addressing all of it. I'm not pulling any of it back, okay? Uh, I'm gonna address the John Ramirez. What about John Ramirez? I'm gonna address that. I'm gonna address, uh, what about Marcus Rogers? I'm gonna address that. I actually talked to Marcus Rogers today, okay? And I might even throw some screenshots on the screen which you gave me permission for. I'm going to address all of it so we can put this to rest, at least put it to rest on my channel. All right, so some of you guys think that dressing up or that Halloween and every aspect of Halloween is completely and utterly uh, sinful and depraved and, and the whole bit. And so before I get to, to just some of the, the history of it, let me just show you guys what we actually threw on. This is me and my six-year-old Levi. He's going to be seven, November 17th. Uh, we dressed up as the Toon Squad. I am uh, LeBron James. That's the number I had. I'm not really into LeBron James, but LeBron James. He is Michael Jordan. His jersey says Jordan on the back. Okay, so before you jump into, hey, regardless on whatever you do, it's still satanic because it's rude. Okay, is this satanic to you? Just, just like remove all your bias. Just remove all your bias and say, if we had a costume party, if we had a costume party, and we carved pumpkins, which is what we did today, by the way. We carved pumpkins at my, at my parents' house. And we dressed up like this. Is there anything satanic about this? Ask yourself objectively. Remove, I heard so-and-so say that. I heard so-and-so say this. I heard so-and-so say that. Just remove all that and just ask yourself this question. Is there anything satanic about this? I, I'll, I'll do you a better one. Is there anything satanic about my Zoe dressing up as a pumpkin? This is Zoe Grace. You guys don't know. I uh, had a daughter. Me and, well, my wife had the daughter. I just participated. Uh, <laughs> she was a pumpkin. This is yesterday at our Halloween party. Okay? You guys could go to my uh, Instagram. You see a boomerang of us jumping. I wasn't able to download that. Um, you know, the meme, the TikTok meme. Right? Is that is that satanic? Okay? How about that? Again, just remove your bias. Remove everything you've heard. I'm going to address all the, all the stuff you've heard. And address all the stuff you've heard, but just remove all of that and just ask yourself that just, just an objective question. Is there anything demonic or satanic about this? There isn't. Okay. Easy answer. There isn't. I've looked through the scriptures all over, all over. There's nothing in there about dressing up. There's nothing in there about carving pumpkins. There's nothing in there about, uh, uh trick or treating. There's nothing in there about any of this stuff. So People are going to go, well, Ruslan, you don't know the origins of Halloween. You don't understand that the origins of Halloween are demonic. John Ramirez said so. And I would say, well, which origins? And which history? And where are you pulling your facts from? Who are you listening to? Because here's what you'll discover. When you look at Hallow's Eve, look the, the, just, the, just Google History of Halloween. 
you just you look at it, which you'll discover. And by the way, shout out to Mike Winger, who did a phenomenal job on this. You guys should check out his video. Well, probably way better than me on this topic. Alan Parr did a great video on this. Um, what you'll discover is Halloween is like all of our holidays. That there is a crossover in the origins between both Christian tradition and pagan tradition. All of our holidays are like this. Some of you guys are like, ah, this is why Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate holidays, by the way. At least they're consistent in this regard, right? They're wrong on everything else, but <laughs> at least they're consistent in this. And yes, there's a Celtic origin that goes all the way back to pre-Christian Ireland. And then the, the holiday when I believe uh, St. Patrick completely converted all of Ireland, they, they, they assimilated the holidays just like Constantine assimilated the holidays in the Roman Empire. Uh, hey, just, just so you know, ah, Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. I don't know if you know that. He wasn't born in the wintertime. All of our holidays are hybrid holidays. Every, every, literally every single one of them. This is by design when they were trying to assimilate and make it easier for people to convert. Okay? Every single holiday. So, Halloween is no different. The origins go back to Ireland. The actual rise of, of Halloween goes to All Saints Day, which was a Catholic holiday, praying for people in purgatory and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not Catholic and I don't believe in purgatory, but that's actually where it goes back to. And the actual trick-or-treating going around and asking for stuff was an actual Catholic thing uh, around the 1500s, okay? So it is, a, it, is a, it is a hybrid holiday just like all of our holidays. And... You need to just do the basic research of every single holiday. Because here's the thing. If we're going to go strictly off the origin of something, okay, that means that almost everything in our society has pagan ties and origins. Uh, like, like, like celebrating your birthday. That's not in the Bible. Not sure if you know that. That's a pagan thing. Yes, it is. Uh, like December 25th being Jesus' birthday. It's not Jesus' birthday. It was a different holiday. They integrated it so that people who were converting to Christianity had like a replacement for their holiday, okay? Easter overlaps with the God of Esther, okay? All of our holidays are integrated in this regard. So if you're, if you're going to die on the hill of Halloween, just keep that same energy for Easter, keep that same energy for Christmas, keep that same energy for all, all of those things. Every single one of them. Just keep that same energy. So, so the whole notion that because of the origin of something, therefore, it is inherently bad, well, that doesn't make sense. That's inc you're inconsistent and you're incongruent because you literally have to give up every single holiday, including Christmas and including your birthday. And I don't think you guys really, I don't think you're really about that life. By the way, this is all gonna rev up again. All this is gonna rev up around Christmas, there's going to be a bunch of goofies in the holidays saying, hey, by the way, don't you know that the Christmas tree is an idol and it's a pagan ritual? This all, every Christmas this happens. So, hey, if you guys are going to be consistent about it, well, at least you're consistent about it. But most of us know that mm, I'm still going to celebrate my birthday. Okay, I'm still going to celebrate Christmas. I'm still going to celebrate these things. So now, um, that's the origin fallacy. We're just because the origin of something. Now, some people will go on and say, well... Well, I heard John Ramirez, and he's ex-Satanist, and he told me that Satanists love when people celebrate Halloween. Okay, now, Halloween means different things for different people. I'm going to tell you towards the end of this video about what it means to us, 
But there are people that dabble in the occult and dabble in demonic activity and dabble in that whole thing. I recommend you don't. I recommend you don't play with, with the demonic realm. There are also people that go out and they get drunk and they party and they act different on Halloween than they would on any other day, okay? There's also people that jump into the flesh and try to put on their sexy costume. And, that, and it means different things to different people. So it's not that we dismiss those people. If you come out of the occult and you come out of something really dark, it's not that we 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 dismiss those people and we say, oh, well, their opinion is invalid. You guys ever watch that show, um, Biggest Loser? You guys ever watch that show, My 600 Pound Life? Okay, and you see someone on there that uh, was, you know, 600 pounds and then they gained, and then they lost 400 pounds and now they're 200 pounds, okay? And I'm like, yo, respect. You were pretty far gone. You were pretty far gone. And then that person who's lost 400 pounds, sometimes they're like, yo, cookies, cake, pies, any type of dessert, any type of candy, you can never have it. There's no nutritional value. It's intended to make you fat. It made me fat. You can never have it. Now, to them, they are right. To them, they should never have it. They should never dabble with pies, desserts, treats, anything like that. They should never dabble with that again because for them, it is a weakness to the point where a little bit, giving in a little bit to that is going to send them down a slippery slope, okay? And so we don't invalidate that person's opinion. We don't say, we, if anything, we say, man, congratulations, brother. You, 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 you were 600 pounds and now you're 200 pounds and respect, you tra transformed your life. Respect, you were pretty far gone and you turned it around. Respect you. But... What we don't say is that person is now the authority on all things nutrition. We say, your opinion's valid, but uh, the mo most of us can probably go on the rest of our lives and consume ice cream occasionally and can have a cookie occasionally and consume these things occasionally and it's not going to make you 600 pounds. But to the person that was 600 pounds, that's now 200 pounds, they can't do any of that, okay? And I don't know about you guys, I rather learn nutrition from people that have remained at a lean weight and remained eating and consuming things and living a relatively balanced diet where they can have a little bit of dessert, they could have a little bit of treat, than from the person that lost that was 600 pounds and lost 400 pounds. I'm not going to John Ramirez about history, okay? And it's the same thing with regards to, um, to, to this sign, right? Like KB threw this up in a picture. Well, well, Ruslan, don't you know that that's the satanic symbol for worshiping Satan. And I go, uh, no, it's not. This is the sign language symbol for I love you in sign language. And then people from Houston also throw this up. That's what that actually means. Well, no, the church of Satan said that. This Listen, I'm going to go with sign language. I'm going to go with people that actually know sign language. And I'm going to go off of their basis and what they say. I'm not going to go off of the church and Satan because the church of Satan holds no power over me, okay? And it's this silly notion that um, you can get inadvertently tricked into something by not knowing what you're doing, and that's nonsense, okay? Me throwing up this is not going to get me a secret invitation into the Illuminati and get me to sell my soul to the dark side. And some of you guys literally believe that. Some of you guys literally believe that you are going to get tricked into doing something because someone threw up a symbol. Some of you guys believe that this is satanic.
some of you guys believe that 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 this is demonic. Some of you guys really believe that. Okay? And you ignore you ignore all of history. You ignore all of what, what the sign language community says. You ignore everything. You say, well, some Satanist somewhere said this. And it's like, listen, I'm not going off of that. Furthermore, furthermore, um, you don't have to follow whatever the Satanist says is what they're doing. You still have to factor in what history is. You still have to factor in what the sign language community says. You can't just go off of somebody somewhere said this and then ignore everything else about a said topic. That is ignorant. And I'm not trying to be mean or negative. I'm just saying that that is what it is, right? That is what it is. And in, and in, in Christian circles, we love to, to, to elevate the anecdotal. We love to elevate someone said this because we're all about testimony. And testimony is very important, okay? But so is the gospel. And so is history. And so is common sense. So just because someone has a testimony that doesn't invalidate someone that wants to dress up with their family and go trick-or-treating or carve pumpkins or have a costume party, okay? So why are you even listening to, to Satanists dictate what you can or can't do? Why are you even listening to ex-Satanists about what Satanists are telling you what you can and can't do, okay? Now, let's go to the scriptures because I think a lot of you guys just, just, just don't know your scriptures, honestly, right? Like, I don't think you understand what the gospel is that your righteousness is imputed to you on Christ. I don't think you understand what legalism is. And I don't think you quite understand that the, um, the, that the addition of traditions of man get in the way and usurp the supernatural transformation of the gospel. Let's, let's go into it. And then I'll tell you how we do Hallow's Eve or our costume parties or whatever you want to call it. So, so this is Colossians chapter 2. Paul kept having this issue with different churches who were getting saved, getting radically transformed, and they were still sliding back into legalistic behavior. They were still sliding back into a workspace salvation, into the addition of tradition, okay? Traditions of man. This is the same thing the Pharisees were doing. God gave them the Sabbath. They added a bunch of other weird things to the Sabbath that had nothing to do with the Sabbath, okay? So this is Colossians chapter 2, verse 16. Don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink or for not celebrating certain holidays or new moon ceremonies or Sabbath, Sabbaths. For these rulers are only shadows of the reality yet to come, and Christ himself is that reality. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying they have had visions about these things. You guys ever, you ever heard this language? They've had visions about these things. Their sinful minds have made them proud. Okay, And they are not connected to Christ, the head of the body, for he holds the whole body together with its joints, ligaments, and it grows as it nourishes. You have died with Christ, and he has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world. I am set free from the spiritual powers of this world. Ain't no demon getting to me. Jesus got me. I'm covered by the blood. You can't trick me into getting a demon. That's not how it works, fam. So why do you keep on following the rules of the world? Such as, don't handle, don't taste, don't touch, don't dress up, don't listen to this genre of music, don't throw this hand symbol up, don't do that, don't do this. Such rules are mere human teachings about things that deteriorate as we use them. These rules may seem wise because they require strong devotion, 
pious self-denial and severe bodily discipline, but they provide no help in conquering a person's evil desires. So here's the thing about all this Halloween stuff. There's always going to be someone that one-ups you. You don't celebrate Halloween? Well, we don't celebrate Christmas. You don't see... You, you, you think that uh, 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 you know throwing this up is allegiance to Satan? Oh yeah, well we don't throw up any high. We don't even practice ASL because it's all them. Someone's always going to one up you in your pursuit of additions to traditions. You're adding traditions to something that's just not in Scripture. There's nothing in Scripture about any of these things. You're adding stuff on really because you're weak. You're the weak brother, and that's fine. That's fine. But when we have the weaker brother in positions of authority and leadership, judging and condemning brothers that just want to dress up. Fam, we just dress up once a year. That's it. We just dress up. And you're going to sit and judge people because they dress up on Halloween and you don't. It's very dangerous, fam. It's very dangerous, and you're slipping into something that's void of the gospel and void of the power of God. You can have the personal conviction that, you know what, man, because of these things, because of what John Ramirez said, because some people want to dress up sexy, because some people want to dress up as Freddy Krueger, because some people, and I'm not saying any of those things are okay. To be clear, because we don't dress up as demons, we don't dress up as warlocks, we don't dress up as wizards, we don't dress up as any of those things. Okay, Uh, that is not the meaning of that holiday to us. We don't do any of those things. So if you feel convicted in your spirit, then follow your conscience. The issue becomes is when you start condemning other brothers and sisters. Or you say goofy things like, well, you know, the origins of sign language is really demonic. How do you think deaf people would be able to communicate, fam? That is the issue. So what you're doing is you're positioning the weaker brother as someone in authority. You're positioning somebody that is, that is actually the weaker brother. So when we do our annual Halloween thing, we do not dress up as demons. We do not dress up as warlocks. We do not dress up as witches. We do not dress up as vampires. We do not dress up as Freddy Krueger. We don't dress up as any of these things. Kids dress, kids dress up as superheroes, pumpkins. So the way that we are celebrating it is not the way that a John Ramirez or the way that maybe you celebrated it when you was out in the world. That's not how we do that. And yes, if one of my Christian friends dressed up as a demon, I'd be like, what are you doing? You're freaking weird. That's not cool. That's not okay, right? So my point in all of this is if you don't want to celebrate Halloween, don't celebrate Halloween. The issue is when you judge and condemn me and my family and people like us because of your past engagement with something. And they said, oh, you hear what Marcus Rogers said? Christians are goofies who dress up for Halloween. So you know what I did? I sent Marcus Rogers (laughs) my costume. (laughs) I sent him me and my son and I just just sent them crying emojis. Because me and Marcus know each other, like that, like we talk, right? We talk, so. This is what he replied to me, okay? So this is what Marcus Rogers said to me, all right? This is what he said. 
Y'all look like y'all in a movie. I don't knock the hallelujah nights and stuff. Just not for me. I just don't understand gospel artists going to the club and dressing up in foam blown celebrating Halloween, especially when we got many ex-witches and warlocks saying Christians certain celebrate. You should know, you should think, you would think they know. Okay. I said, had a Halloween party and are carving pumpkins and doing crafts today at church. Kids all dressed up. He replied, hey, that's you, bro. That's why the Bible tells us to work out our own salvation. All love for me to you over here. Marcus Rogers co-signed me dressing up for Halloween. What are we talking about? He didn't co-sign me dressing up for Halloween. I'm joking. I'm being facetious. But this is, this is the homie. Like, 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 guys. So you guys see something, and then I'll actually hit the person. And I'll be like, yo, what's up? Oh, no, I don't mean it like that. Hey, Marcus Rogers said, hey, I just talked to Marcus Rogers. I just sent him a picture of me and my son dressed up from Space Jam. Clearly, he's not saying we shouldn't dress up like that. He is speaking probably, from my understanding, he's speaking about folks that are going to the club and dressing up as the sexy nurse. And it's the intent behind what's happening. It's how you do it. Mike Winger has a fantastic video, The Seven Different Sides of Halloween. I recommend you watch it. Recommend you watch it. And there's the seven different arguments for it. The origins, how people do it. But getting together with your family, putting on a costume, going trick-or-treat, there's nothing inherently sinful in that. But if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Just don't judge your brother for it. Just don't hate your brother for it. Just don't do that. You're playing yourself, and you're speaking ill of your brother in Christ because of your weakness. If it's not for you, fam, it's not for you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I'm not mad at you. I'm not judging anybody that, that doesn't dress up for Halloween. I just get, this, this happens every year. This happens every single year. We're good here. Living free, clean, delivered lives. God's, God's moving regularly. We've been doing this at my church for, for decades because we know the actual origins of it. Okay? Man, if it's not for you, it's not for you. It's, this, this is what we call a Romans 14 personal conviction issue. Okay? And if it's not for you, then goodness, man, respect. You don't want to do it, respect. To recap, all holidays are pagan. All holidays can be used in a variety of ways. And most of you are dabbling in pagan stuff, whether you know it or not. Sunday or Monday. What do you think Sunday is? It's acknowledgement to the sun god. Guys, there's, there's actual sins people are really dealing with. 50% of pastors have admitted to looking at pornography Regularly, 50%. There's actual things people are dealing with, and you're consumed with my kid dressing up as LeBron James or Michael Jordan or Spider-Man? That's what you're concerned about? That's that's the hill you want to die on? Really? We're not going to dress all the other stuff. We're not going to dress that majority, majority of folks are living paycheck to paycheck, don't know how to handle their finances. By the way, that's not even your money. That's God's money. You squandering it. And we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this Jay-Z song. Why? Why? So we can get away from actually dealing with the things we're supposed to do? Like what? Like, I don't know, Matthew 25? How is your finances? Are you, are you, are you stewarding God's money? Are you living out Matthew 25? Or are you, are you squandering, burying your talent? Because you got this Christian victim mentality based on the additions and the traditions of man. You want to get into the particulars of if I believe you got to speak in tongues or not, but how is your tongue when you aren't speaking in tongues? 
Are you using it to bless and affirm people and encourage people? You using it to speak life? Or are you using it to slander brothers like Kanye that it looks a little fuzzy and you know he's dealing with some mental illness and he's going through a hard time, but goodness gracious, that man's trying to hold on to Jesus with everything he has. And so you're asking me about tongues, but yet you keep slandering with the same tongues you claim to speak in a heavenly language with, you keep slandering fellow brothers in Christ. Hmm. Just scales, right? Just scales. Major on the majors. Let's major on the majors. Let nothing unwholesome come out of your mouth. Not just the four-letter words. You're concerned about the four-letter words. How about nothing unwholesome? That's the standard. Hmm. Let nothing unwholesome come out of your mouth. Ooh. Ouch. You heard that it was said that you should not... Commit adultery? Well, I tell you, if you've looked at a woman with, with lust in your heart, you've committed adultery. Oof. That cuts deep. You've heard that it was said, hey, don't, don't, do not murder. I tell you, if you've hated your brother, you've committed murder in your heart. A lot of y'all lied on your brothers in Christ. Yeah, a lot of y'all lied on me. Talking about I'm opening up myself. In this chat, I'm opening up myself up to demonic poor. You just lied on me. But the good news is that when we look at the standards of God, when we when we just say, let's just take those four things. A lot of us have lied. A lot of us have hated probably today. A lot of you guys hate me right now. A lot of us have lied. A lot of us have hated. A lot of us have lusted or coveted. You haven't been very loving in your mouth, that mouth of yours. That mouth of yours that leads you to keep slandering, keep being divisive. That mouth of yours. You, you, well, you, you know what, when we look at that and we just compare that, you know what that does? That should make you tremble and need the gospel more than ever before. That should humble you and say, when I look at God's standards, man, I'm no different than Justin Bieber. My sin is just a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, I worked out the porn. I worked out the sex addiction. I worked out all the big stuff. But I still, I still got that deep in me, and I need the grace of Jesus more than I did 20 years ago when I gave my life to him. That is the good news. That he lived the life we couldn't live and died the death that we should have died so that in him we might become the righteousness of Christ. That when God sees you, he says, man, Jesus is imparting his righteousness on you because of the work on the cross. And he took on the punishment you deserve because of the work on the cross. And so, and so there's been this great exchange. This amazing, great exchange. And that, friends, family, hear me. Hear me. That should cause us to walk in humility. How dare you look down your nose on someone that may be in a different season, may be struggling different, maybe whatever. That should cause you to walk humbly. And yes, yes, if someone is blatantly sinning, call them on it. Absolutely. The gospel is not permission to live a lawless life. We know that from Matthew 7. We know that from Romans 6. We don't, we don't keep sinning because grace abounds. By no means. Right? By no means. But we're not talking about sin. We're talking about discretionary areas that may be sinful for you and may not be sinful for me. You may have the liberty to go have a drink. I can't do that. I'm the weaker brother. I am the weaker brother. 
I'm weak, fam. You may be able to go have a drink. I'm weak. I'm not judging you for that. You want to go have a glass of wine with your wife? Respect. Praise God. Not me. Can't do that. My mother's an alcoholic. I haven't drank alcohol in... I ain't had a sip of alcohol in years. Maybe five years, six years. Can't do that. I'm the weaker brother. Just don't do it in front of me. Don't flaunt it in front of me. Don't keep offering me if you know that's my thing, right? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You may not be able to dress up for Halloween. Respect. I would never invite you to a Halloween party. I would never invite you to our annual Halloween party. Never invite you to my church on Halloween because it's lit. (laughs) It's freaking fire, right? And so respect that. Just respect people. Respect your brothers and sisters in Christ to say, hey, maybe they have, we're not, and we're not, again, we're not talking about overtly sinning and living lawless lives. I don't know how many ways I can say that. I don't know how many ways I could drive that home, right? We're talking about Romans 14 issue. Some of you guys, man, you have certain liberties that I don't. I may have certain liberties that you don't. Some of you guys, you have freedom in certain areas that I don't. But that doesn't mean that you're in sin. That's that's the whole point of this conversation. And so when you keep ignoring that and you keep slandering and you keep attacking, you're, you're, not, you're not representing Jesus. You aren't. You aren't. You think you are. You aren't. And then you're sending me stuff, and then I'm actually hitting the, the sources you're sending me, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, that's dope. That's cool, man. Hey, if you, if you and your son want to dress up as a Toon Squad, y'all look like y'all in a movie. Again, Marcus Rogers. Should I post the screenshots? No, I'm not saying he told me to dress up. I'm saying he doesn't have an issue with me dressing up. But you do. So so I said this earlier. John Ramirez is someone that's had his experience with stuff. And I would liken his experience to someone who, and this is, I'm not, I'm not trying to poke. That just, I'm just using a parallel, okay? Um, John Ramirez is someone that was 500 pounds, let their body go, went into a really, 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 really dark place, turned it all around by the grace of God, crushed it, is doing amazing. And because he's doing amazing to him, and now that he's 200 pounds, 185 pounds, I'm using this as a metaphor, spiritual metaphor, just follow along for a second. Because he's 200 pounds now, he's fit, he's in shape. To him, he can never have anything to do with a cookie, a piece of pie, uh, ice cream, a dessert, ever. That is where he is at. Okay, and and that is valid. And for some of you guys, you come from like wildly occult type behavior. You come from dressing up as the sexy stripper or the sexy nurse for Halloween. In your mind, it's like losing 400 pounds. And where you've come with God, it's like you've lost 400 pounds. And now you're in a spot where, yo, I can't even come near that because if I have a cookie, I'm going to have a box. And if I have a box, I'm going to have a crate of ice cream. And if I have a crate of ice cream, I'm going to get that pizza. And then it's going to be a slippery slope and you're going to gain 50 pounds in the next three months. It's that real for you. And I respect it. However, that is not the person we go to for nutritional advice. That is not the person we go to to say, hey, how can I, someone that's not, never ballooned up to 600 pounds and went that far off the deep end, okay? How can I maintain fitness, even slim way down and get shredded 
and still have a piece of piece of pizza and still have a cookie and still have right some ice cream the vast majority of us never ballooned up to 600 pounds and the vast majority of us will go the rest of our life and probably have a cookie a soda something how do we find that balance and so you know what i do I don't go to the person that's lost 400, 500 pounds. Their experience is valid. I'm not knocking our brother's experience. What he experiences, what he experienced. But I want to learn from the person that's been 180, shredded since they were 18 until they were 48. I want to talk to that person. I want to know what their diet is like. So who do I send you guys to? I send you guys to the Mike Mike Wingers. I send you guys to the Alan Pars. I send you guys to the guys that have been A1, walking with Jesus for a super duper long time. Listen to what they have to say about Halloween. Listen to what they have to say about secular music. Listen to what they, folks that have actual uh, credentials, who went to Bible college, who are studied, who know history, who have degrees, who are way smarter than Lil O. Ruslan. Go listen to them. And what you'll find is they actually align and agree with exactly what I've been saying on this topic. It's, it's, it's not uh, uh, John is bad or his experience is invalid or anything like that. No, respect to that, brother. So, yeah, that's, 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 that's on him. Now, uh, d- d- we did not go trick-or-treating. I'm not mad at anybody that goes trick-or-treating. Honestly, we just didn't like the hassle of it. We did a thing at our church. We did a thing at a friend's house. We had a costume party. Uh, I dressed up as LeBron. I had the LeBron James version. I didn't dress up as LeBron James. Like, I didn't. Don't, 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 do, don't do blackface if you're a white dude. Um, LeBron James jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, 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 my son dressed up as Michael Jordan. Fun costume party stuff. So Mike Winger's whole thing about trick-or-treating I thought was brilliant. His approach to that was brilliant. Um, and so, you know, it is what it is. I showed some pictures earlier. It's not a guys, it's not about lawlessness. Like it's about living a holy life. But there's a difference between holiness and legalism. And I think the biggest heresy in the church today, I think the biggest thing tearing the church apart today, the biggest thing tearing the church apart today, and this is not just me saying this, this is John McCrae saying this, this is Alan Parr saying this. One of the biggest false teachings tearing the church apart today is legalism. It's it's adding on the traditions and additions of man. To the, to the word of God and maintaining this infighting in the church instead of saying, hey, these are not these are not gospel issues. And if they're not gospel issues, we may disagree and we may disagree passionately, but we're still going to love each other and we're still going to honor each other and we're not going to slander each other. And we're not going to gossip about each other. We're not going to send subliminal shots about each other. Right. And so with that, like that, that is ultimately like I want to stir people on a holiness, like like sincerely, I want to stir people on a holiness. And so with that, um, that is why we're putting together um, mastermindhabits.com. That is why we have a Bible uh, study Bible, uh, how to study the Bible course, a free study the Bible course coming to uh, this week. Like Zach just finished it. I think it's going to drop tomorrow. Uh, we're trying to put stuff together for you guys so that you have resource and you may not be able or have the capacity to, to figure it all out, but at least you know where the ladder is. And, and that's one more tool in your arsenal. You don't got to do it my way. I'm just giving you the, the way that God's used it and, and, and it's worked for me. And so that is what it is, man. So, and, and so just hit the, look at the link the description. There's all kinds of free resources. There's a YouTube niche training, the whole bit. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn.
Hey, thank you so much for making it till the end of this video. Remember to hit that like button and make sure you subscribe. I wanted to tell you about a free upcoming course I am putting together at mastermyhabits.com. When you sign up right now, you'll be the first to be notified about the course. And in the meantime, you'll immediately get access to a playlist going over my journey on how I went from addiction to freedom forming habits. So make sure to hit that link in the description. I'll see you on the next video.